it's Tuesday Booze Day. Tuesday Booze Day! And the tasting room is open! It's the best day of the week you get to drink gin on a Tuesday. And we're not drinking it alone. We've got me, haha, <laughs> Anya. Hello. And we've got Emma. Yay! And we've got our guest. Oh, it's all very exciting. So all of us in the room with the gin... Emma will be able to tell us all and we will taste it. Yay! <laughs> Hurry up and let me pour my drink. So, welcome to the tasting room, Ryan. Hi. <laughs> and of course, we've got Emma in the room. Hi. <laughs> and Anya. Of course, you're with me. Always here, always tagging along. (laughs) And so this week we are tasting Heart of Suffolk Ivy's gin. Um, And we're tasting it because, uh, well, Ryan chose it. Let me say, Ryan, why are we tasting Heart of Suffolk Ivy's gin? Oh, well, so out of the three that we make, (laughs) um, well, so out of the three that I distill, Ivy's is my favourite. Uh, it's also the favourite of mum as well so it's her favourite and it's a lot of our friends favourite as well it's just a quite a different gin it stands out a little bit it's a proper London dry gin so it's nice crisp and it's not harsh but it's uh, very quite bold in its flavour so as a because of that I I just just sort of makes it perfect for me really I mean yet again we've done this once before haven't we where I come on as a gin expert and talk to someone that has their own gin and tell them about their own gin (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's always fun. Shout out to Paul Fay, who was very lovely about it. And uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> always a fun one. Yeah, so we had Paul on with his gin and, you know, we're just desperate. We're, I'm sure at some point we're just going to keep bringing you people who produce their own gin, hoping that at some point Emma is going to utterly roast it. <laughs> Will it be today? <laughs> Don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Should we pour some in the glass and see? <laughs> Yeah, I haven't got a glass to do it neat. I'm swigging from the bottle I mean, again. I'm sorry. Classy as ever, my love. <laughs> nice. I'm not, I'm not going to swig from this bottle because it is rather large. Um, and we're tasting this gin, but as we were um, um, thinking about the gin that you're bringing, we're not actually going to be talking about gin as our topic on Friday, um, even though it's your gin. We've got a different topic to talk about together. But I love the fact that you come along with your own gin too. I can't yeah. even get the top off. Right, there we go. I'm pouring it in. Amazing. So you guys make three gins, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. So you've got three in Sussex, yes. yeah. very small batch. How many bottles is it per run? Uh, so it's uh, Suffolk and oh, we're 70 bottles a time. Right, so tiny, tiny, oh. tiny. Yeah, <laughs> I did quite like yeah. it as well. I was looking a bit about it and everything is very, very local for you guys. So your, your GNS is from Essex, your bottles, local, your labels are local. Yeah. Um, you talk about local providence, nice. but you, you seem to actually live it as well by not just the gin, but the ingredient, you know, everywhere you can, which is pretty cool. Yeah, as I say, it's something we've been quite uh, keen to make sure we do. We've got a little shop attached to our distillery as well and we've just basically filled it with local mm. local drinks and local products because nice. just because we've got so much around us in Suffolk. It's nice. amazing. Nice. Love that. <laughs> so if we have a smell. We've got a forty-two percent ABV on this one. Smells mm. a, smells like gin. Decent. Smells like gin. Smells good. It does smell like gin. So it's off to a good start. <laughs> we try. Have we got a bit of a perfumey something in the smell? Definitely. There's some spices going on in there. I think they're coming across quite nicely on the nose. Some spice botanicals. Oh yeah. 
yeah, I, yeah, that's a gin. I like yeah. that. Happy yeah. days. <laughs> no, that's that's that's. So it's just yeah, it's just it's our most complex one. There's a there's a kind of an illusion of sweetness I get at the uh, at the start mm. of it. Yeah, it's really nice. You've got you know this as I say this kind of illusion of sweetness at the start. There's mm, subtle yeah. spice running through the palate. Juniper's there. Happy days. Quite Christmassy. Yeah. Yeah, we sort of... um, Felt like I want to sit next to a fire. (laughs) We sort of mark it as like our winter gin. So like for the last months that have just gone past, it's been the... It's it's really funny because our Rosie's gin is what we mark it as our summer gin. So we see them shift as the year Mm. goes on. So now I know Mm. that we'll start to move into Rosie's, but Ivy's is still sort of doing quite well. We serve it with cranberry juice quite a lot as well to mix up Mm. if you want to keep it fresh for the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it keeps it really good for the summer as well then. yeah. I was going to say, have you tried this gin in a gin cosmopolitan? I haven't actually, no. No. Should give that a go. What is a gin cosmopolitan? Cosmo with gin. So normally with a Cosmo, you've got citrus vodka, triple sec, cranberry juice, a bit of lime. But I reckon with this, with the dried cranberries in it and that fruity element, also you've got the spice Mm. that'll work really well. If it already works with cranberry juice, the lime would lift it up a bit. Your Cointreau would sit really nicely Mm. with those kind of like star anise and bitter orange flavours in there. And you're going to have... A really nice summer cocktail made with a winter gin could be really fun. Mm. Yeah, it's true. I, I actually yeah, thought that. Really good. Oh, I like that. If it takes off, you know, you can, you know where to send the the free gin. <laughs> <laughs> I know where the credit goes. <laughs> okay. Now, also being you know not a gin expert whatsoever, um, and I look at small batches of seventy, and I'm like, okay, what happens when they're all sold? Do you just is it just the fact that you make a small amount and then the next time you have to make another small amount and the next time you have to make another small amount is that the way it works? Yeah, effectively. So our still uh, we run a quite small base on it. Um, so what it means it it's sort of like a double edged sword because it does mean that we have to make again and then again and then again. So I'm on. I think I distilled maybe the 18th batch of 2023 20, the other day. Um, Whilst it does mean I've had to do that and you distill quite regularly, it's about a seven-hour process for us. It does have mean that we know unless something major's gone wrong, those 70 bottles are all spot on. Mm. And they look, because it, you know, there's such a it's it's such a small recipe that it's all done, it's got that all done by hand element. There's not we're not got big bulk numbers coming out. So we know that they they pass the quality control basically, because mm. we we watch pretty much every drip come off the still. So it, yeah, so yeah, but it's literally a case of all little batches and then move on to the next 70 when we, that one's done. Yeah, because we've got, so Emma, you know, we've got, there are loads of gins around that do, you know, the big runs and the small. Yeah. It, you know, what are the benefits and Well, you've got two different it? things, don't you? You've got the size of the still for one or the different types of still you can use. So you've got your copper stills, you've got your rotavaps and your more kind of chemistry equipment style stills. Um, that distill at it's a lower... Sounding quite breaking bad now. I know, it is. It really is. So it distills at a lower temperature. So people sometimes use that because they don't want the high temperatures with certain botanicals. Then you've got your standard copper pot still, different mm-hmm. sizes of those as well that you can get. But then the other layer of complexity is that in gins, you can actually have single shot, multi-shot um, recipes. So that can actually help with consistency. Mm. So I guess the thing is, yes, you've got lots of control over that one batch and it's, you know, every drop that comes off the still. Um, but the benefit, I guess, from having multi-shot is that you do that once and you've got you've got it yeah, for consistency yeah. across then 
all the different products. Yeah. But then you're not putting yeah. every drop of alcohol through your still. So it swings and roundabouts, really, as to, to how people want to do it, how they want yeah. to create mm-hmm. it, and what works for them as well, and what fits in with yeah. what they want to do. Um, mm. I guess the thing is, you can continue to do a single shot if you did want to expand your brand by just buying bigger stills. But then you've got to scale up recipes. Yes. There's all the fun and games that happens with that. But it just means lots of test runs that your family has to drink at Christmas. You know, the ones that go wrong. Yeah, we don't mind that. <laughs> no, I yeah, don't, don't mind, mind the sound of that. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, that's fine by me. Whenever someone says, can you do a new recipe? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, I can do that. I don't mind that at all. And which, when we heard with, when we were talking with Paul, as he said, there was many, many times yeah. that he was producing things and tasting it to get it right. So, yeah, that's not bad. It's a very iterative process making gin. What a shame you got to try them all. <laughs> Awful. Well, I'm now going to add some... I've got... I've got a bit crazy today. Oh, God. And I've got Mediterranean Ooh. tonic instead of normal. Oh. oh. Snap. Oh, look at you guys. Matching. Like look at our great minds. Wait, Sarah, what have you got as your garnish? Well, I couldn't decide. Oh. So I, I got an orange. I got a lemon. <laughs> I got a lime. Did, oh. Just triple citrus it. Put everything in. We've not snapped then because I've gone for cucumber. I've done. Oh. oh. <laughs> and a lot of ice. Yeah. 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 Ice is key to a good gin and tonic, isn't it? The more ice, the better. Depends. Depends. If there's too much ice, I'm not interested. Well. Yeah, it can kill it. Thank you. Everybody always says to me, what's the difference? Why can't I make a good gin and tonic at home? I'm like, because you've got one tiny little ice cube sadly floating around (laughs) in the top of it. It might have something to do with it. And your tonic's been in the fridge door open for like two weeks, getting flatter Mm. every time you open the fridge door. Multitude of sins. (laughs) But you've got to get, it's the measures right, isn't it? You know, you can't have too much ice to not very much gin. It's your ratios, isn't it? So if you put too much ice in, you end up with mostly gin, not much tonic. I don't really mind that and as sometimes. Sarah's always taught me that's the right way to do it. Mostly gin. <laughs> exactly. 50-50 is quite good. Well, I'm loving it. for them. This is, yeah, this is pretty much a 50-50 one and it's hitting the spot beautifully. <laughs> the dilution opens opens everything up as it always does, doesn't it? And the bubbles and the effervescence help yeah. with that. You've got the, the spice. You've got a bit more of the maybe citrusy, cranberry, mm. orange notes coming out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a bit, a little bit of a tartness in there from the cranberry as well. Mm. Just a, ever so slight. It's not over the top mm. um, because it's got a lot of it's got a lot of dry cranberries mm. in it. To be fair, but it's um, not it's not a flavoured gin though, no. is it? It doesn't have that. Oh, it's not a cranberry gin, which is good. You know, so far so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, maybe putting some cranberries in it would be quite nice. Frozen little frozen mm. cranberries could look nice. Nice, yeah. I've got some pickled cranberries. Yeah, we quite like it at Christmas when they come up. Because <laughs> they don't last for very long, do they? So you've got to freeze them or pickle them. So I've pickled them for maybe a martini at some point. Ooh. Maybe with this gin. <laughs> that could work. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd try that. Yeah. Okay, you're making us one of those soon, Emma. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> Deal. Very good. Well, I'm I'm going to enjoy drinking this for the rest of our conversation. Good. Anything else I should be doing with the rest of the bottle? I've got a Cosmopolitan. We've got... Wow. Martini, <laughs> just mixing We've it with cranberry juice. Cranberry juice, cranberry juice. Yeah, just cranberry juice. Yeah. Uh, try it with some. Try it with a raspberry and lime as a garnish. Mm. So fresh raspberries works quite nicely, um, just because it brings that sort of um, that sharpness to it, that sort of sharpness and the tartness from the raspberries, which you sort of a good substitute for not being able to get cranberries all year round. <laughs> nice. We had to come up with something. 
Nice. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that. And thank you, Emma. Perfect. We've enjoyed tasting it with you. We will see you next time. See you next time. Cheers, guys. And we'll get on with the topic. <laughs> Bye. 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 So that's the gin. It was a good gin or a terrible gin. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the episode. (laughs) But at least we've tasted it. We know what it is. We know what's in it. Mm -hmm. We know whether we like it or we don't. And that was Tuesday. And that's Tuesday. But join us again on Friday because we will be drinking more of that gin with our guest and we'll be talking about their topic. Sarah, where can people find us? They can find us on all of the social media at Topic Gin. Lovely. And you can follow Emma at Gin Monkey UK on Instagram too. And so we've got tasting notes on there. We'll be introducing our guest on there later this week and then find the episode on Friday at five on wherever you get your podcasts like this one. See you then. Cheers. See you then. Cheers. <laughs>